0: Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Good morning. This is the IMC Experience. All right, so this is part two of the episode, We Are One. All right, so yesterday I was at work, and, you know, my coworker was like, oh, this guy needs his pipe cut. Can you do it? I was like, all right, no problem. So I was like, sir, I'll wait for you by the uh, the, the threader, because that's what we call this, a threader. So I waited over there. He came with uh, two pipes that he wanted to cut. He ended up getting one cut. But as we were there and I'm cutting the pipe, he starts talking to me about the world and, you know, economics and what's going on in Section 8 housing. And he just starts talking about a lot of things about how this country is unfair, you know, to minorities. And this is coming from a white man. You know what I mean? These conversations are rare. So whenever I get a chance to, I like to encourage them. You know, he said to me, you know, uh, like... If it came down to protecting my family and using weapon, I would do it. But I would never just, you know, like kill people just to kill people. And, you know, and I and I agreed with him, you know, and we had such a good conversation It was very refreshing, you know, because with all the stuff that's going on right now in this world, a lot of people aren't ready to unite or have race talk and all these other things. You know what I mean? So it was a good it was a good talk. Uh, gave me a tip. You know, and, you know, he told me his name, I told him mine, and, you know, I was like, Have a good day, sir. He's like, You too. And it got me to thinking if we could have more conversations and dialogues like this, I honestly think we would get to understand each other a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like, I know that there are white people out there that care about civil rights that actually are tired of black people being treated like they're subhuman. You know what I mean? And I'm so glad that those set of people did not pick up certain traits from their ancestors. You know what I mean? But it was a refreshing conversation to have with that individual. And I may never see that man again. It looked like he was a uh, a fire chief. You know? But it was a refreshing conversation to have. And, you know, it's something that I wanted to share with you. I mean, I've had, converse- I've had conversations in the past with people. You know? I remember one time I had a conversation with some guy it's a regular this guy is a regular i haven't seen him that much but it was a white customer and he was talking about stand your ground and he didn't say he didn't say anything racist but just like just when he said like you know if it's my property I have the right to you know shoot anybody and i had a big problem with that because it's like yo stand your ground is stupid because it only applies to white people if a black person does it, they go to jail like Marissa Alexander. You understand what I'm saying? So I didn't like what he was saying. He was talking about, oh, you know, I'm from Nassau County. And, you know, it's no problem if we do that over there. I just, I just shut down. Like me and him weren't conversing. He was just talking to me about something. I was helping him with the item and he just decided to open up. There's certain conversations, especially ones like that, that I don't want to have. But it's going to come to a point where I'm going to have to have every conversation, every type of conversation with everybody. Regardless of color, regardless of race, sorry, regardless of color, regardless of race, regardless of creed. You understand what I'm saying? So my my thing ultimately is this. At the end of the day, the number one thing that I desire is to get to know people. And to see what they're about. I want to know about their agenda. Who they are, why they, why they think the way that they do, why they feel the way that they do. These are the things that I want to know. It will help me to better understand the individual and the person. So that the next time I approach them, I know what I can discuss and I know what not to discuss. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm a person, I don't have a problem with anybody. The only thing I have a problem with is someone being disrespectful, not listening to my point of view, or ignoring me altogether. You understand what I'm saying? Um, like he talked, like the gentleman that I saw yesterday. He talked about uh, what happened in New Zealand, and I said to him, "You know, you're exactly right. Regardless of 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 religion, no one should be persecuted." or killed because of it, you know, and I kind of blame the gentleman that's in charge right now, who is allowing all of this to take place, he's not having no responsibility, he said to his, to his supporters during the rally, listen, if they touch you, or you gotta hit them, fight them, I will bail you out of jail, and I had so much of a problem with that, because I'm like, yo, this is a man that has power. To change the world. Instead. He has become a miniature racist. But he has always been a racist. There were times that he did not. Want black people to live in his apartment buildings. Uh, One time there was a casino being built. And he was worried about whether or not the people that were building it. Were real Native Americans. He said they don't look Native American. And this is from a 1993 court hearing. Uh, I think it's from C-SPAN. You can find it on YouTube. But everything that comes out of this man's mouth is uh, it's, its its pure doo-doo, uh, for lack of a better word. you know. And it's the cause for a lot of the things that are going on right now. And it makes me sad to think that we live in a world today where kids are picking up these values. You understand what I'm saying? They're going up to black people, calling them the N-word. And expecting not to get knocked out in their face. You know? Because they feel like... They can be so bold because their president is uh, so-and-so. But at the end of the day... I think it would be important to respect people... Respect their race... Respect their religion... Or whatever they are. You understand? I don't care if... You study Judaism... Islam... Christianity, agnostic, whatever. At the end of the day, I still love you. As long as you don't disrespect me, we're cool. You know what I mean? The main goal is for all of us to get together and love one another and be united as one. But the problem is, a lot of people don't know how to do that. The only thing that people know how to do is be disrespectful. Is to be loud, call you names, be mean to you, and make you feel like you're less than nothing. And the problem with that is, this world is not going to change unless we learn how to change with it. We got to learn how to get along with each other. We got to learn how to love one another. And we have to learn how to peacefully coexist. You understand what I'm saying? If you cannot do that, you are not going to make it to heaven. And I'm not trying to get into any religious talk, but since we are there on the subject, You gotta be able to love everybody. You gotta be able to treat everyone with respect. And you gotta be able to do for those that can't do for themselves. And if you're not able to do either, you're not making it. People think that because they're rich and they have money and power and all that, that God is gonna let certain things slide. No. Not at all. You are intelligent enough to know that if you hit this person or you knock them out, or you curse at them or scream at them that that stuff is going to be kept on the record. Just like how uh, our uh, doctor's appointments are kept on record and immunizations and shots and all that from when we were kids. Certain things are on record, you know? But, you know, I'm just trying to be real. Like, we are living in a world right now where people are bold enough. To say like, yeah, you know, I did this and I'm going to do it again. There was a man and I forgot where it was. It was a long, it was a long time ago. I want to say sometime in earlier 2018, there was this guy who emailed this woman, right? Uh, Emailed her and her biracial child and said, I'm going to come over there and shoot you, murder you. Before they knew it, the police drove to, the police in that particular state where that man was from, found his house and found the guns that he had and put him in jail. You got some sick people in the world, you know what I mean? You got some sick people in the world, and I find it sad that no one wants to do anything about it. No one, no one at all. But what I'm saying is this, no longer can this continue. If you see someone being persecuted for their race or for their religion, I want you to stand up for them. Stand up for them no matter what, okay? Because the truth is, at the end of the day, you would want someone to protect your religious beliefs too. That's why we have institutions such as the ACLU and Religious Liberty. You know, they're <laughs> come to think of it, you know, sometimes there's some jobs that you ask them, can I get a Sabbath off, which is a Saturday or a Sunday, and sometimes they get discriminated and be like, no. Or let's say you start the job and they know that you're a Sabbath keeper, and then all of a sudden, they start putting you on Saturdays. And they tell you that if you don't come in, you're going to get fired. You can go and sue them. You have rights within this country to do certain things. You know what I mean? If you tell somebody, like, listen, I go to church on Saturday or I go to church on Sunday, do not schedule me. they They have to understand. It's a simple thing. Simple as that. You know? But a lot of people don't get it. A lot of people don't see it that way, you know? But I'm just I'm just being real. I'm being authentic. You know, and that's all I want you guys to understand. Okay? Stand up for people that cannot stand up for themselves. Anyway, this has been the IMC experience. I want to thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Peace.